now. The Challenge on the After Reality Podcast Network. He is my ride or die, Will Sebbins. And he is Spencer Kidley, the hostess with the mostess. And welcome back to After Reality. It's the Challenge Podcast here on the After Reality Podcast Network, presented to you by our partners at Fantasy for Reality. Fantasy Numeral Four Reality.com is where we've been playing our challenge game all season. It's where the new Bachelor game is live now. The new season of that starts on January 23rd. And Kate Stern Gunderson and I will be bringing you those pods. But today we're talking challenge here on our first episode of 2023. A, a late Happy New Year, Mr. Simmons. Yeah, as do you, uh, even though according to Larry David from Kirby Enthusiasm, you can only say Happy New Year until the 5th of January, and then you just say, good to see you. <laughs> in, in this case, it's, uh, it's our first recording, so right. uh, yeah. we we took know, about three weeks off uh, following the finale of Survivor 43, which was fantastic, and there's been some good stuff happening here on the channel, and I'm excited to, to dive into it, but before we do that, what is the good word? So this challenge, I mean, it was going along just fine, but up until this episode, I'm finally like, oh, right, let's get let's get down and dirty into this one. So I really enjoyed this episode more than the last couple. Um, I feel like, once again, too many people, not enough things happening. It's just kind of like, yes, repetition, party, challenge, elimination. You can all go home, you stay, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, let's move this along. Yeah, it's kind of like kind of like when we, before we took our break, was kind of like the whole team's portion of, of the season, uh, which was a interesting uh, uh zag if you will uh, as for this season and i'm i'm glad we've dissolved the teams after this episode we're back as one I, i'm i'm enjoying the season i really enjoyed this week's episode so a great week for us to be back talking challenge uh before we dive fully anyone to remind everybody where they can find us online we're on Twitter at After Reality Pod, like the After Reality TV podcast page on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram at After Reality Podcast. Subscribe or download them. Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, Stitcher. Turn our website AfterRealityPodcast.com. And so we are coming into this thing. It's uh, the week after we saw uh, Nani send Mariah packing in the zone, all, all courtesy of a Mariah spelling error. Uh, so bad. Yeah, and, and and it wasn't like a stupidity spelling error. It was just I was going fast spelling error. Yeah, I felt bad because I'm like, I yeah, I, I like Mariah. I like Mariah. I think, and also like the way Fessy kept fucking her over. I'm like, she needs a win to come back to say fuck you. I don't need you, dude. I don't need you. I can do this on my own. And now he needs her, and she needs him. <laughs> um, so, but we've seen Kenny, Narice, Nelson, Mariah all go home. We still kind of they're hanging in purgatory up until the end of this episode, and the teams are. A little bit lopsided. Fessy's team has is only light Nelson, while the other is light three players. And we had, there was an interesting scene in this early part of the episode. Well, like usually it's like they're hanging around the house. They're they're like some like wakeboard park hanging around like the beach at a wakeboard park in Buenos Aires. I must have had a day off. I, I couldn't quite make sense of why we were there. Um, they have a pool at the house. Uh, we anyhow. This Tory Jordan thing has been a like through plot line a lot of the season, and it was intriguing for a while, and now it's getting a little old. I don't know if you agree with that. A thousand percent. 
uh, I listened to the Challenge podcast that Johnny hosts, um, and Jordan was on it this week. And uh, he basically, Johnny was like, you guys, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, you guys just keep going at it. And Jordan was like, listen, he's like, what happens on the show happens on the show, but there's a real life to this. You know, kind of like he says in the show, he's like, you know, there's a real life outside of this. But he did say something to the lines of like, I was doing my thing, but she wanted to be on my thing. <laughs> Basically, came down to, and he's like, he's like, y'all got into bed naked. He's he's like, no, 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 I got into bed clothed. She took my clothes off. He's like, he's like, no matter what the show, how the show aired it, what it was cut. He's like, I definitely tried to put boundaries around things. He's like, but at some point, she didn't care, and then you know, kind of things happened the way where. So once it gets come from Jordan, so it could there could be a spin to it of sorts. But I always feel like he's always pretty much being himself the entire time he's not one to really like sugarcoat much as he always says and he's very direct so i i feel like he was being pretty honest about it yeah. um so that was pretty interesting and also really entertaining to hear them talk because jordan is very animated <laughs> it's it's like thurman merman's shirt and bad santa says <laughs> leap happens when you party naked yeah uh, so looking at you tori um we get let's get into this episode it, it's not a lot of of lead in and, and and really like we get to the zone with only 40 minutes into an hour and a half episode i'm like what the heck is gonna happen like, i, I yep. was like I, did, I was like are we starting the final right now it seems like yeah, a no. and anyhow we're two to tango is the challenge we're on a rooftop in buenos aires which we finally the first time in like six seven eight seasons were telling us where we are in the world they yeah, got away yeah. from that i i don't know why um, and I don't, this challenge is weird. It's like pairs dancing their way into the sky on a, on a little beam. And there's some obstacles where they have to pivot 180 with one another and then get there and back in 10 minutes. Uh, otherwise they catapult you 20 stories, which unfortunately for us, we didn't get to see it happen and didn't get any cackles from TJ. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, I mean like it terrifying as shit being that high up, but like super difficult. I don't know. Everyone's everyone everyone survives, but I did think Fessy being as large he is would have the largest have the biggest hiccup there and it would it kind of looked like that for the first con- the first round of it, but yep. figured it out. Small feet would be an advantage here for sure. Yeah. And and he went twice. Um r- but really the only option to go in his place was was bananas, who admittedly was a bit apprehensive yeah. about doing this as well. I mean uh, to be fair, I totally get it. Oh yeah, I n- not the challenge that I want to sign up for. No, no, I know Bethany. And I always watch it. It's like, would you do this? And she's like, and I always think like she's very competitive. I'm like, she would be in the moment where like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna do this. She's like, I will not eat anything though. I won't eat anything. I will do the competition zone. I'm like, fair, fair. Yeah, I there there's some of them where I'm like, yes, definitely want to do that one. Um, and I, I was just hoping for people to fall off the building because yeah. I wanted because it's so enjoyable when they do trivia and TJ just. Catches at them, yeah, and uh, that would have been uh, fun to, to get another dose of. Although a couple couple seasons ago, we got two episodes of trivia. So yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, we can go through the rundown of everybody, but everybody finished it except for John. And like, and Anissa didn't, didn't have to finish it because of him. But like, this is bullshit. Like, this is bullshit. They sh- they, they know he doesn't like heights. They should have had a stipulation this thing where like your whole team goes or. Or your whole team is DQ'd and, and eligible for um, elimination. It was all time based. So if you DQ, they have to should say we add on max time. Yep. Like this is I'm watching this. I'm like this is bullshit. He gets out of this without doing anything. His team kills it, 
And like the best, like Fessy figured it out, and it was like, I'll do this twice. Like I'm good. I'm like good at it. And he the second time he was faster than this the first time. It's like, yeah. Why did Why didn't we do cumulative time? That's what I'm saying. That way they could say, hey, you guys have to have a time. Well, your time is 20 minutes or whatever. 10 minutes was the max, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like you're maxed out, which I mean, 10 minutes still not bad, but like when you ever has good, I mean, like that makes this sense. was that really makes lame event instead of yeah. instead of a pairs event. Really, they had a very good opportunity because it's not fair to the other team. It's just not fair. Like they all have to go, but you don't have to. Cool, and you and you don't and you don't have a, there's a penalty to you. And they could have changed the rules on them mid flight too, and <laughs> be like, actually, yeah. I mean, like whatever. You're all taking times. I was this was, honestly as good as an episode this was. I was like, this is a major miss, major miss. By I'm, I'm glad you brought it up because I didn't didn't even register with me. Although, like, what did register was the sheer disappointment from TJ, and he was trying to motivate Chauncey. Totally. I mean, I get it. I, trust me, like you just said, you're not a fan of this kind of event. I, I'd be shitting myself too. But like, I also have a healthy fear of fights where I'm like, I respect it enough to where I will be extra careful. <laughs> but like, I'm not afraid of heights, right? Uh, but it sucks. It's not uh, really this is like. I'm, I'm, but I, 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 I've never been put in this situation or <laughs> right. situation, but I like to win. Right. And I, I would like to think that in whatever situation I'm going to put winning over fear. Yeah. I mean, I get it. It's they're there. We're not. So it's easy to say like, well, I'll do it. You big vagina. But it's like, that's why I said I would like to think that I would. Of course. I mean, honestly, it's intimidating as hell. Like I wouldn't, I'm not surprised that someone didn't want to do it. I'm not surprised of it, but I'm also like, there should be a penalty for you not competing. Like every, they shouldn't have a, towards a, there's a penalty against anyone that doesn't compete. Right. In every single way. That way it's not going to be like, well, he doesn't even do anything. And his team won. So we're good. Like, no, he should have to have, he should make, they'd be like, well, you got to go in. If you don't compete, you have to go in. Yeah. That's the one thing I wish we've had. Wish we would have had all season instead of a direct vote. If it was wor- worst finisher goes in automatically, the the winners or however it was working, um, I guess it was just the winning pair would then pick however many pairs for the draw, and the whoever lost the draw would go in against the loser. I I think I would like that better than what we have, but. I'm I'm gonna grasp at straws. I, I'm okay with how it works, but I, I agree with your your thoughts here on kind of how this shook out. It did shake out where we put Jordan, Devin, and Horacio in in peril here. Like they're they're the only three people that can go in. We the the talk is really just Jordan or Horacio. And did you like how I rolled my R there? Like TJ was doing. Yeah, so yeah, he really just tries to nail that Horacio. He he was yeah. really Horacio, and like. They're viewed as the most dangerous, as they should be. And so Devin's not the direct vote. It's either a triathlete or a professional soccer player. And like I, I'm looking forward to the future of Horacio. I hope he, he is around for a while because he's great. I am too. I also hope this isn't like the, oh, look how nice of a guy is this season. Then he turns into this fucking tool bag later on, right? <laughs> he was like zooming all the chicks. Mario. Not yeah, not taking that, not taking the game seriously. Like I feel like he's got a competitive edge being the soccer player. Like he's always going to have that edge, but it's like at some point though, there's a lot of distraction in the house. Yeah. Can you keep yourself can out you, of that? Can you not be fessy. Hundred percent. Where fessy's like, oh look, fessy's doing great, but he can't keep his, you know, can't figure out who he's sleeping with, and everyone gets pissed at him. They all want the game. It's like if he can keep his head in this, he could probably be the best player that's ever played this game. Okay. Do you think he wanted to go by Faisal, his real name, so they couldn't rhyme it with with Messi? Messel Fessel still rhymes. <laughs> Um. Anyhow, they've 
it's looking like Tory might end up being the swing vote on Jordan. Uh, he tells her straight up, hey, I would never vote you in. But is it going to be her comeuppance for him calling her a terrorist, the terrorist of love, if you will? The title, of, love. title of the episode this week. And it, it it spawns yet another yelling and screaming match, which we kind of talked about us being being tired of. But like, what's, what's your take on like Jordan's view of like her conflating real life relationship with gameplay uh, i mean it's terrible it sucks i mean like the fact that i mean like if he's actually i mean once again if he all the things he's saying is true and like he's like you know outside of the game things are different or whatever you know it's like then then yes tori is absolutely in the wrong and like honestly like bethany's always like trying to she's like oh he's gaslighting her all this stuff and like he is but also because she keeps falling and doing the same shit right if she if she doesn't repeat these same patterns and she kind of like takes it as like whatever this is game game moving forward Devin and i move forward then this is this isn't a situation, but it becomes a situation because she allows it to keep festering and becoming worse and worse, and then keeps bringing it back up. I mean, like everyone's like, "Oh, you're the swing boat." She's like, "Yeah, maybe." I don't know. It's like, "Oh, fuck, here we go." Like this is like she just lets it keep happening. She's kind of unhinged. Where Jordan is like the same all the time, and once you push him, he'll start yelling back, and he does because she starts yelling at him. So I'm tired of it. It's dumb. Tori needs to get her head together because once again, Tori has has Tori has never won, correct? Right. So like, pretty sure that. Uh, Right, she's made a bunch of few finals. She competes well, but like she's one that comes up as like I'm a badass, kind of like Kayla. And it's like, what have you done? You made it a far couple. Like you need to do something more than this. So I, I this do, is the reason. I do think she's a little bit better competitor than Kayla. hundred percent. But same thing. She comes. She comes like, oh, you're a veteran. It's like, okay, we'll do something a veteran would do, which would be compete well and win. But this hasn't crossed my mind until now. What happened to the like Jordan and Naya being together thing? Like I don't like that. What that was that Naya? Like, yeah, Naya. That Naya. The one you know, I, mean, I, I mean, I didn't know much about that if I knew at all. I, I felt like that was on a season, a season, or she was on All Stars, I believe, and maybe that was a plot line there. Mm. Um, Jordan was on All Stars, was he? I don't no. think. So. I I don't don't think he, no, he wouldn't have done that. I, it, it was an outside the show romance. Oh, uh, which is you know, Naya's pretty attractive. I'll give her that. Outside of being a terrible person, but. <laughs> No, I, I honestly, this this the storyline's bad. It's over. It's, it's just really wearing. It's like I don't. I want them to be on the show more, but like I don't want this to be a part of the show anymore. So, and also talking to Johnny, turns out they edited a lot of things out of Jordan this season. Where Jordan was like, if they would have shown this, if they would have shown, and Johnny was like saying, he's like, I'm surprised they didn't because in that 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 takes this into a different uh different angle to show or put you in a different light. He's like, and they didn't, and it's like for a reason. Jordan's like, that's fine. He's like, but I think they're purposely hiding some things and keeping this as a focal point when Johnny's like, we we're all tired of it. Naya and Jordan were both on All Stars three, wow. uh, and they seem. I didn't watch it. So yeah, <laughs> very close relationship. But she did say they were not dating. Got it. But they, I, I did watch all but the final, uh, and we'll talk more when we get to the end about the upcoming All Stars forecast that is at least rumored. Um, but we, we net out. We're we're going to the zone. Like I said, we're at the zone. It's only forty minutes into the episode. Playing balls in one of one of the one of the three most iconic challenges with balls in Paul Russell Hall brawl, and we, we need to know who the competitors are. And we thought Tori was going to be the swing vote, but it ends up being a four-two vote, and Horacio is the one going in. Um, uh, what did you think about the vote? Where, like, the actual how the vote went down? I thought Olivia took the the easy way out, and um. I get they must have they had they had to know where the votes were going otherwise they would have made it more dramatic and made Tori the last vote because like I, in my head when she voted to make it three two I was like oh there it is but then they're like oh bananas you still have to vote yeah no the Tory even the Tory vote 
what lasted way too long. Just like fucking say it. Like just just say it. Move on. Yeah, and it, it really broke down along. Uh, and actually, like surprise, Casey and Fessy didn't vote the same way. Yeah. Uh, because other than that, it like Anissa, Tori, Bananas, the the vets all voted together. Well, and also I think Casey understands that like Jordan is Jordan. And, like I think she wants that. It's better easier to side with him than a new guy, but. I don't know. I think she respects the game. Chance of Jordan being around lo- a long time or, or greater than Horacio, even though we we hope he's around because he looks to be a great competitor. It, it's uh, they actually on that podcast they talked a lot about Horacio is like the real Johnny's like I haven't seen anybody this good ever. Like I they were blown, both blown away like how good he is in person. Well, and speaking of uh, Jordan, found out. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like it's Devin pulls that safe dagger, so it's Horacio and Jordan and balls in and. Like Jordan's strategy early on, like, hey, bring the wood on offense, let them feel it. Uh, not to say, I mean, soccer is a contact sport, but not in that way. No, you're grabbing people. It's, it's where you're just going to, like, I'm going to run and try to put a shoulder in you and go through you type, type of situation. And But when Jordan has to switch to defense, he's already at a disadvantage because he can only really grab and hold on with one hand, right? Yeah. He can hook him with the other arm. But again, not this guy's won Paul Russell before, so it's not that. No, disadvantaged. Um, but like the juke moves on Horace, like oh, it's insane. The speed and quickness of a of a soccer player like that, like yeah. I kept saying like, saying out loud, like I was like, you, you watch the belt buckle. The belt buckle doesn't lie. Watch the belly button. Like yeah. the body moves. You, you stay there, and you. He, I was like, holy crap! Like he, I mean, it took him like what fifteen seconds after you get the ball to like do a double duke, double deke, and then like wow, turn around, gone. The kid, just the, the, the footwork is all that, you know, it's just so apparent. I mean, for an athlete, not just some guy that works out really well. <laughs> I played with him in college. He was a receiver, and he he would, he, he'd like, he'd, when he, you go up there and, and get and, and shake the DB, he would call it the dookie move. Go give him the dookie move. And <laughs> Horacio was dropping the dookie moves last night, and, and Jordan was dropping the dookie in his pants. Because um, uh, those first two times, he, he couldn't even get close. At least the third time, he got some grasp on him, and I was hoping. It was going to find a way to like pin him on the ground and like take the ball from him. Yeah, and but Jordan's gone, but TJ leaves us with a cryptic. I can show up at any time, and we don't see him go chat with T- Jordan and tell him about like, hey, you you live or die by your ride or die thing. And TJ shows up to what is now apparently TJ's house. Will, yeah, I'm like, this is my house. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. My final. Uh, hasn't been calling it my final this year. He has. Uh, I've heard him say it. Yeah, he said it before. It doesn't say it as much because we're not anywhere near the fucking final. <laughs> not ad nauseum like he had been there for no, where he's no. taking ownership of different parts of the show. Now, now it's his house. Right. You know what's funny is that this show is called Rider Dies, and in uh, the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, uh, 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 Heather they, Whitney or or Rider Dies. Heather brings up Rider Dies at least twenty times an episode to the point where like I am like I call it out. I'm like they said it again, like just laugh or whatever every time they say it, just like they say it so much. I'm like, this is not this is a hip and new term, by the way. This is pretty old. <laughs> Rider die originate. Where do we think where do we think that originated? Uh DMX. <laughs> that was actually my first thought too, but I couldn't think I mean, of why. It probably came up before that, but I mean like I think he put it on the map. It comes from nineteen fifties biker slang. Yeah, it makes sense. Wow. They, honestly, in the back of a biker, many back of biker like leather jackets, you'll see ride or die on those. But um, and as far as our lexicon and pop culture, I'd say I'd lean toward hip hop. Right, a ride or die chick. That was uh, from the '90s hip hop lexicon. There you go. Now I'm intrigued. 
Did DMX have an album called Ride or Die? I think so. Okay. Rough Riders and Ride or Die, I think. Or did someone else? Why am I? I feel like, I just like know, DMX. I just know the Rough Riders anthem. Stop. Drop. Maybe the album was called Ride or Die. I don't know. Uh, it was called It's Dark and Hell is Hot, I believe. Oh, there's going. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, anyhow, we're in these two teams to test the Ride or Dies, test if they really have what it takes. But hey, some of you stayed strong, some of you said so long and we're leaving those teams we're back in pairs but fessy and nisa and casey all all rolling solo and legit worried they're going home i was kind of hoping like the three of them would have to do a comp to see what was going to happen then but we got we got the writer dies back on the floor of the zone and uh that set the stage for 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 the the kind of the next piece i don't know what, what would you anything you would like to see different happen here um, I'd actually see this like to see this competition actually as part of one of the eliminations. <laughs> it was actually pretty good. Um, especially with the sand really playing a partner part in it. But um, honestly, I think it's cool. Um, I'm glad they're doing it now because like I once again I still feel like we have a ton of people and the show just keeps lingering. Yeah. Um. So I I think it was a good timing for it. But uh, a two parter it would have been uh, two parter. I would have been nice to get it done at this at the end of this episode. Um, but I did appreciate that we didn't let this linger at least one part for the next episode. And like, like they do a lot. So, um, that was fine. I thought it was cool. I'm glad we get to do it. They definitely were surprised. Um, I honestly just hope Kenny goes home immediately. <laughs> like the, 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 the worst player, the least interesting, uh, and we'll just go and say it. He's kind of funny looking, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> Three, they're playing this ramp game with these giant cylinders, and like I'm immediately thinking, like oh, Fessy's got this, and then he's like, "Have you seen my partner's quads?" And I'm like, "Yeah," um, but it's either them or Jordan and Anissa. Like Anissa's strong, yeah. Balance might not be her thing, but Casey and Kenny have no chance. And, like none. First of all, there's not much body weight on that team to start off with. You need somebody with some weight yeah, to hold Kenny, one of those boulders up. Casey's small. And short. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kenny's not much bigger than her. Yeah. I assume everyone has the same shoes. Or is are we on quote even footing here? <laughs> I, I mean like uh, you might even go back, you can see because they show their feet a lot. Feet a lot. Um, but it gets hard because they keep getting sand up on this ramp, and I'm like, I would have just let the thing roll off and gone gone real quick and try to wipe as much sand off as possible, try to get my my yeah. my shoes kick your tap your shoes. <laughs> Kick the toes when I get up there to where when I take that next step on the on the thing, there's no sand. Because while it was hard enough, the sand made it even harder. And for the longest time, like no one was even getting like thirty seconds, much yeah. less a minute. Yeah. The only one that we even saw get close was the one that actually won. Yeah. I mean, it was a, honestly, I, that was a cool event, but uh, I I was glad there was. I kind of forgot at the end of it. I'm like, oh crap, Jordan's going home, and he's a. I was like, oh, second part, sweet. I hope it's something equally as hard because <laughs> I don't want them to be a chance. To <laughs> I hope it's not some silly. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't yeah. yeah, I know. Some silly. I don't want to say something silly. Like vintage challenge, right? Like this is something you could have seen back in the early days of the challenge. Totally. Where just like we don't. We don't need all these big extravagant things for these eliminations. The simplest things are the best ones. Hall brawl, pole wrestling, uh, balls in. When I saw it, I was like, this looks like balls in. I was like, immediately, I'm like, sweet. <laughs> I mean, and and all the vets are like, yeah, balls in. Let's yeah, go. I mean, 
the, the only thing that's better about them now is in their better areas instead of like these weird little like just looks like it's the back of your beach house and like that you rented for the weekend you know <laughs> put down some lines for the volleyball court we'll use them for this too <laughs> yeah. uh but i mean no one's any close it's fessy and mariah they win this thing they're back in the game but we have one other elimination tonight but not tonight as in television yeah. and the loser goes home for good so k and k casey and kenny I hope to see you packing your bags and it'll be interesting if Jordan gets is back in the house and what the interaction is with, with Tori yet again. Yeah. Like, Hey, we see each other now. All right. Yep. We showed our cards and then, then he'll really fuck her over next time. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I tricked you. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. So no, I, I'm hoping for the best for this next competition. Um, I also was really annoyed to see Fessy like, oh my god, my partner, and it's like, dude, you completely fucked her over, and hopefully she sees that. I mean, I know she's going to compete with them, and they will be a good team because they're both comp- good competitors, but I was just like, this motherfucker. <laughs> this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any final thoughts on this episode before we, we at least wrap up the challenge? We're, we're going to talk about some other stuff as well. Uh, no, I think we've covered it pretty well. All right, uh, quick look at Fantasy 4 Reality, Fantasy Numeral 4 Reality.com, where I mentioned we're play, playing our challenge game, and the Bachelor game goes live when the Bachelor goes live here on January 23rd. So check that out. Sign up, play along with friends, coworkers. As for us, we each still have what is possibly three pairs left in the game. Um, magically, the one team that didn't get drafted in our league well was <laughs> Casey and Kenny. <laughs> How does that work uh, we, out? We were real high on Kenny, apparently, and we didn't know anything about him. How did that work out? <laughs> but uh, we each have at least an, a chance to have three pairs hang around, uh, which is was which is likely, and it's still pretty close. It's about a, a two hundred, I think, three hundred point game. But anybody's game still. I I kind of like um, your squad a little better than mine. Fessy and Mariah and Jordan and Anissa, assuming they get back in, along with Amber and Chauncey, who I think shouldn't be slept on come final time. Ah. Uh. Yes. I think Amber and Chauncey could be sneaky good in a final if they're there. Particularly because we know she runs well. Yeah, not for sure. <laughs> Matter if he does. Uh, to whereas some of, some of the other ones we just don't know. Don't know if T- Devin and Tori can hold up. Uh, like to know, we definitely think that Horacio can, but can Olivia? Uh, there's some, some big what ifs out there. Uh, and then Mariah and Fessy, I don't know if there's anything they're not at least pretty good at. Yeah, maybe swimming. Maybe that could be the equalizer. Always an equalizer out there. Puzzles and swimming. Always an equalizer. <laughs> How uh, shifting gears briefly for some quick hits. Uh, Bravo TV. We had we had two trailers drop this week. One for Vanderpump Rules looks very dramatic and dare I say maybe more interesting than it has been of late. Uh, looks looks like some fireworks and 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 maybe a season that's finally not around based on. A, an engagement, a birth, or a wedding. Um, a birth of a new restaurant, perhaps. <laughs> um, Broken Bird. Uh, I don't I, I think it looks pretty good. I don't know. What were your thoughts on that one? Uh, definitely looks inter- interesting. Uh, I, I was, uh, I guess, I wouldn't say impressed, but like relieved, maybe? I don't know, that they were not throwing a bunch of new people in the mix. I'm sure there'll be a couple new faces that are friends of kind of thing, but uh, the fact that it's still the main group that's been around for the last few years. Um, so that was cool. Uh, definitely going to be a lot of I mean, we're not done with the Schwartz and Katie bullshit, right? So, like, I feel like even though they're done, 
I feel like we're just going to see them fighting with each other every time they're around each other, which is you know, uh, fucking exhausting. So I did see that early, early season cast member Christina Kelly, who was a friend of the Witches of WeHo and, and a Sir employee, is going to be back in the mix. And I'm, I think she's aligned more with Katie because um, let's be honest, Katie's going to need to move friends. Sheena's on the outs because Sheena is now the wingman to Schwartz, apparently. Yeah. So there you go. And that's which I think that's probably fairly smart. Hit your wagon to the Toms. Yeah. Because yeah. If, if don't know how long the show's gonna be on, right? But it, as long as it's gonna be on, it's gonna like that's gonna be the focal point is those guys. So like that's where you want to be. Smart, smart choice, Sheena. Yeah. Uh, agreed. Agreed. Uh, I mean, like, there's. I'm sure it'll be entertaining enough, but like, let's be honest, the last few seasons are not as good as the peak uh, VPR. But um, yeah, it looks like it'll be interesting enough. It's transitioned from being the like drunken fun show to being like a co-ed housewives because it's basically all yeah. around like parties and events and yeah. just like the housewives, which was is actually the, the way we've started going because of the pandemic, and then it's kind of just persisted a little bit. Yeah, the the problem with this is is like the housewives are one thing because these these women are are established, they're married, they have kids, like their whole thing is like like these kids literally growing up in front of us, and like they're not much younger than us, uh, a few of them especially, and we're really watching them their lives fall apart in front of us on TV, and it's like that part is like ugh, very cringy, where it's like you should probably quit doing these things, or you should probably get this shit cleaned up, James Kennedy looking at you kind of thing it's like you can't live like this forever because this will all fall apart real quick once the show ends up and that's where i'm like when do we cut the tie and these people like they need to actually get their shit together and like live their life outside of this this world that does not really exist except in front of our teams <laughs> james is experiencing some decent level of success as a dj right you don't need to show they don't need to show anymore yeah um another show that's coming back uh in about a month's time is summer house um, most of the, the old guard, no Luke, um, but Maya's back from last season. Looks like we added in maybe a couple of new girls. It, it looks like eight women and only three dudes, which I don't like, like that's it. It's the numbers need to be closer to even. They don't have to be even, but eight to three is, is pretty, pretty off putting for putting together any kind of like plot or like groups going off to do things especially when two of them are in serious relationships with other people in the house yeah that really just leaves um i can't remember who the guy i think it's a new guy <laughs> uh, you have carl Kyle and a new guy um amanda page Lindsay, sierra who i was surprised was back uh maya and then a couple of new girls so i don't know i actually didn't see the trailer for that i just saw all of the social media posts and stuff about it but Let's be honest. We know I love Summer House, so I'm excited. Oh, uh, totally. I mean, like, uh, actually, I was on Watcher Crappen's uh, Facebook page. Like, I don't how I never go to their Facebook page, but somehow it's in my feed. Uh, obviously, listening, but it was like, like the trailer. That's how I sent it to you. It was the trailer for it. And I was like, oh, cool. And then watching, reading some of the comments, it's like, but Carl and Lindsay, and everyone's like, we're so done with them. Like, they're not fun anymore. It's not fun. I'm just like, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm glad, I'm glad we all kind of agree. Like, this is not the same couple that we. You know, we first got to know, but um, anyway, I just also kind of like it's a lot of retreading of things. I feel like Sierra is going to be the same Sierra, and now she's going to go after fucking Corey now, and it's like, 
cool that's not desperate at all like <laughs> but Corey's not in the cast photos but i felt like he was supposed to be on the season well he's they show him in this trailer he's definitely in the house at some point he's not in the cast photo so right. so maybe there's enough guys around between him and craig and i don't i saw that like, jason from winter house is dating giselle bryant or have been what? they've been seen out on dates together i don't even know her because i don't watch she's on potomac i don't watch that one good for jason good for her she, he's awesome like good for both of them she's actually actually i don't watch a lot of potomac but i do like her a lot so i i would assume there's a new jersey trailer dropping sometime soon yeah it's funny uh since i told you about my my moving to youtube tv i have to reset my entire dvr um you can't even find new york listed there they're rebranding the name and they don't really have a release date yet that's what i found out but i think new jersey should be like jersey sure yes jersey soon yeah. they actually uh new york, there's two of them so and I, and I don't know if both come on will come on bravo or one will be on P- yeah um i, I kind of need things to be on on tv for the way i i go i the way i consume I need to be <laughs> VR. Um, uh, I don't need to go looking yeah. somewhere to see if there's an episode of it or remembered. Oh yeah, I forgot. I'm behind on Peacock over here. And then again, sometimes if it's in your favor, you're like, oh crap, I don't have nothing else to watch tonight. Oh yeah, I've got 12 episodes. <laughs> Never had that problem. Well, I'm always behind on something. <laughs> Where we watched. Bethany was sick during the holidays, and she literally watched so much stupid TV because. I was doing other things while she was in sleeping or in bed. So like, I didn't want to watch She watched all these crappy shows and she's like, I literally watched all the worst of the non good shows. <laughs> like it's just like all these terrible shows that no one watches, but you're like, you see the preview for She's like, fine. I'll watch it. Cause she couldn't watch any of our actual shows because I wasn't around. So I think I'm going to have to, like, I never started blood deck adventure. I think I'm just going to have to bow out and, you know, and clear, uh, clear that's intended. In my life. Uh, intended. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Stern out. Stern out. <laughs> um, below deck though. Like I, I think it's been pretty good. I'm I'm curious to see where we go. I'm, like Camille's bound to get fired. But, oh, like I mean, I, I still like this is unpopular. Like I still feel somewhat bad for her. Like I like now that she at least just has one job. I thought yeah. like that was a weird place to be, where it was like, totally. what am I supposed to be doing? But the totally. beginning of that was it this week's episode where we picked up with her like trying to be alone in the in the guest room and and her and the other Stu tangling. Um, and then that awful beach that they had a picnic on this week with stray dogs and campsites and like, and Captain Sandy be like, St. Lucia doesn't really have beaches. I'm like, I've never been to St. Lucia, but I'm pretty sure that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> like, pretty sure that's not true. Right. <laughs> Maybe that public beaches. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. not, not really known for its beaches, you know? Uh, no, no. Um, I do. I, I do something in a weird way as well, feel a little bad for Camille, but she is so terrible at her job and she literally doesn't take it seriously enough. And she's not the most uh, um, coachable. Yeah, I'm trying to think. She's not the most eager to to do things, right? She kind of does enough and stops, right? Where um, the other girl does a lot, but definitely brings a tone to her when she talks to Camille that drives Camille nuts, which I'm like, you're doing this on purpose, but I don't. I don't disagree why you're saying it. <laughs> well, Alyssa. Yeah, Alyssa. Said as simply as this for some of these people, it's a career, and for Camille, it's not. It's not. Camille literally fell into this. She was like, oh, What else can I do? Because I've kicked out of school. I fight with everybody I know. But it's like, that life must be exhausting, though, to always be like at odds with people around you, at, like at all times. I feel like she's the girl, and you know, you know these people. I know these people. Like, she just doesn't get along with girls. Like, she, right. she hangs yeah. out with dudes. She's a dude's girl, yeah. 
and dudes that are just friends, not like that. She's yeah. like she just hangs out with dudes because she doesn't yeah. get girls. And I, 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 I think that to be true. I'm with you. Yeah. Anyhow, um, I think that's about it for uh, running around Bravo. I, I did not get to watch um Salt Lake yet this week, but oh, oh, the ending. Looking forward to that. Jen, Jen has been sentenced to six, six and a half, and a half, six and a half years in Texas. Oh, in Texas. Maybe we'll go in for a visit. <laughs> or or yeah. women said, like, I'll come see you for a conjugal visit. I'm like, you don't know what that means, do you? No. No. <laughs> um also, did you read that the night before the night she got sentenced, right? But she didn't actually go anywhere. I guess she threw a huge party. Uh, not huge. She threw a big party for like twenty something people at this Italian restaurant and just went like balls to the wall. In New York? Yeah. Really? Yeah. She just honestly, like, this is the shittiest part of her is that she literally lied about it. She got busted in the series. Like when you watch this last episode, they'll, they'll do a lot of flashbacks, so you can kind of see the history of this. But like, she literally has been lying to everyone for this long, blaming everyone else for everything, blaming Stu, blaming everyone else. And she literally had said that um, the reason why the New York court gets so many um, convictions, ninety five percent, is because people always uh, accept a plea deal, which is what she did, because she actually doesn't go to court. There's no court. There's like I read about this before the experiment. She didn't actually go to court. She basically went in for and like they sentenced her because she already admitted to whatever. Yeah. Turns out they probably had some very much like you said it here it is, and I wouldn't doubt if it's some of the show had to do with it. So like I mean I feel like that she fucked herself, but I also knew I also think she knew she had already she was already done. That's why she did what she did because she's like fucking I'm going down. I might as well just play this out to the very bitter end. Have you have you also seen the rumors that they like might be cleaning house on that show like lisa barlow is actually the only one being considered safe to return to the show wow that's yeah that sucks because she's terrible but i mean damn like okay i didn't know that way and jen does this too but like the way lisa gets mad or called out and then immediately resorts to oh i'm just crying all the time like drives me nuts oh it's the worst Uh, she's she's like completely Pedal, kettle on the pot black at all times like so you say this but then does this and I'm like and then Mer- you Meredith does not want to be there no and like and if she does want to be there she doesn't want to give anything and it's like this is makes you the worst housewife it's it's like like those seasons with Lala on yes Vanderpump where it was like we've never even been to your house yeah nothing about you yeah, you're not yeah. hearing your life let's be honest so this season this, this show started off what's in like am obviously whatever this is the third season like it's one of the biggest the first season was fire I mean, I thought I think every season has been more not as good as the first. The first season was just way too good, but like every season has been very interesting. Last season, you had the Jen thing and the Mary Mary Church thing. Like those are massive <laughs> storylines. I know, and like they still ble- and it's still bleeding over. I mean, like you'll see a flashback to a Mary call. I, I think there's, a, there's something Mary brings up, and I'm just like, fuck yeah! I mean, like they fucking they've nailed this thing. But if they do a re a re, a re uh, like a, a revamping of the cast. That'll be kind of disappointing, but also Jen not being there is a catalyst for the show. So like, maybe six years from now they put it back to the reunion. That's, that's <laughs> kind of like pulling Thomas Ravenel off your show. Yeah, he had to go though. He had he no. had to go. But it's like oh, I know it's a lightning rod. You want the since then, right? Right. I mean, you can watch Southern Hospitality and try to find something redeemable, and it's like, nope, these people suck. <laughs> I'm watching it. I'm a little behind, but I it's a nice light. I'll put it on while I'm doing other things sure. we we hate watch it we are actually in hate watch mode where we only watch it to fucking just <laughs> do, or do you like which which of the which of the two we'll call them mater d's <laughs> do you like maddie or uh your grace or maddie maddie 100 yeah. those are their names right yeah grace lily g lily yeah 
just the episode we just watched this week. Oh, I just want to fucking strangle her. <laughs> Maddie looks seems like she's like maybe actually a harder worker. She is. She, Grace she's is trying. Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they had introduced a new character this week, and it's like they keep everyone's like kind of shitting on her and explaining why they hate her. And I'm like, oh, that's why y'all are here. <laughs> this is why y'all are here. This is what you want to be, but you are not this person yet. <laughs> just wait. I just, I'm waiting for the one episode where the charmers come in, and maybe maybe Paige is in town. Yeah. And we have. Le- Let's be honest, because Leva doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, and apparently Leva is is returning for Charm, which I disappointedly heard this week that. Nomi is not going to come back after begging to get back on the show because she's in a relationship and she doesn't want to put her relationship on the show. Smart. It sucks, but it's smart. <laughs> but like, it's like, obviously you don't watch this, but uh, Siesta Key, the, the main girl on the show is dating a guy who won't be on the show. Like you see him like every once in a while and he's just like, I don't want to film. I don't want to film. And like, they're talking about filming on the show. And it's kind of weird because she's like the lead person. It'd be like if Stasi was the lead person on Vanderpump and, and Bo was like, yeah, I'm not going to be on. <laughs> or or if Kyle or Amanda was the main person and Kyle was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm bowing out this year. I think my mullet, my, his real life mullet that he wears these days. Have you seen this? Which Kyle, one? Kyle in Summerhouse. Ha, like he has an, oh, yeah. an actual mullet. Not, yeah, yeah. No, he, he, not, yeah. Not a wig. His facial hair and all that stuff matches. Yeah. But anyhow, we should wrap it up. Yep. Uh, before, you want to hit him with where they can find us online? Uh, you can find us on Twitter at After Reality Pod. You can like the After Reality TV podcast page on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram at After Reality Podcast. Subscribe or download them Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, or Stitcher. Check our website, AfterRealityPodcast.com. You can find me at iPhillover45 on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me on the Twitter at Spencer Kitley at Fantasy 4 Reality on both on Instagram and Twitter. And until we chat again, we remind you, all is fair in love, war, and challenges. <laughs>